Let's start the show by talking about my sponsor, Paloma Verde, and their new website, PalomaVerdeCBD.com. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out for all of your CBD needs. They've got the gummies, tinctures, the salves. So if you're needing anything to maybe chill you out, something to help you get mellowed out, something for your joint pain and stiffness, go over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and give them a check out. Carlos and Vanessa are awesome people. They run a great company. And if you enter the promo code FACTS at checkout, you'll get 25% off your order. Plus, any order over $75, you get free shipping. So, I don't know what you're waiting for. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out. Let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. All right, back check this podcast and something that's kind of been a theme of the past month or so, if you've been listening and paying attention, especially with the live streams that we were doing there for a couple of weeks, uh, I've been kind of looking at mental health and taking care of yourself, that sort of stuff. We, we did the rest and relaxation episode with James Gentleman, uh, Craig Smott and Jacob Winograd also did the uh, mental health episode with Sam Tweed and Jacob Daniel, uh, you know, trying to, I feel like coming out of this whole pandemic and with inflation running rampant and everything else that's going on in the world and just the general state of things, um, it feels like a time when people can get really down and depressed and go through some shit. And so, and then also, you know, the the mental health episode, we kind of focused on men specifically and the thing that, the things that men kind of go through in, in everyday life with the stresses and the pressures and just whatever you want to call it. It's there, there are just different things that apply to men that, that don't to, that don't apply to women. And, and, and men are also expected to be like tough guys and, and not let that stuff affect them. So, so I wanted to have that kind of conversation. Well, so today I want to kind of continue along with the mental health topic to some extent. And I had seen this little, uh, I guess you'll call it a meme, then a few months ago, and it really kind of wore on me a little bit, uh, just in the, the way that it's presented. So I'm going to pull this up. It's a, it's from higher perspective. It's, uh, they focus on mental health and stuff like that. And so it says one awesome thing about Eeyore, and this is talking about Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. And if you're not familiar with Eeyore and Winnie the Pooh, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. And you're probably dealing with some shit that there's no way I could ever cover in a, uh, in a single episode. <laughs> so anyway, one awesome thing about Eeyore is that even though he's basically clinically depressed, he still gets invited to participate in adventures and shenanigans with all of his friends. And they never expect him to pretend to feel happy. They just love him anyway. And they never leave him behind or ask him to change. That's beautiful and really, really nice and sweet. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. The problem that I have with that is that yes, Eeyore is basically clinically depressed. 
And yes, his friends continue to ask him to go with them, even though they know that. And they don't expect him to pretend to be happy. They just love him and want to be in his company. Yes, all of these things are true. The part that the people who tend to share that leave out is that Eeyore actually fucking goes. That's the key ingredient, is that Eeyore actually goes when they invite him. And he doesn't make the entire thing about being how depressed he is and how much he doesn't want to be there and how terrible this is for him and how horrible life is. Eeyore goes. And he exists in the moment with his friends for that adventure. Just to be loved by them and to be with them. The same as they do it for him. It's this reciprocation thing. And the the thing that, that bugs me about this is because I've known plenty of people who go through that kind of shit. And when they're going through it, We ask them to come. We ask them to be part of our lives. We try to come alongside them, to talk to them, to be there. And we're not expecting them to be happy. We're not expecting them to put on a a smiling face and pretend that it's not. We're just asking them to be there. Just to accept the fact that we want you in our company. But they don't. And they won't. And then people stop asking. And it's not that people stop asking because they don't want you there. They stop asking because you're going to say no. Because they feel like you don't want to be there. You don't want to get better. You don't want to talk about this. You don't want to take the next steps to make your life something that it's something better than what it currently is. Mental health goes both ways. You have to talk about it. You have to open up. You have to be there. You have to fucking show up. I tend to be kind of a pessimistic person, but I do believe that there is a, a good in human nature, that there are people who just sincerely and genuinely want to do the right thing and want to be good people and want to help other people. Uh, for as much of an asshole as I am, I'm actually maybe one of those people, um, at least if I actually care about you and, and have some, some regard for you, then if you're going through a time, I'm going to ask you to come be a part of whatever I'm doing, just so that you know I care, just so that you know that there's other people around, that you don't have to go suffer through being miserable alone. You can, you can come sit with us and be miserable and drink a beer and watch a fire burn. Like, you don't have to be happy. You don't have to put on a, a smiling face and you know play for the crowd. Just come fucking show up and be here and sit. If you want to be miserable, sit and be miserable with other people. Just let us enjoy your company. You know, like, like this is this is not some earth shattering thing. These people exist like this 
all over the place. So if you're on that other side, like if you are going through that shit, when that olive branch is extended, when that hand comes out and says, hey, do you want to come do this? Fucking do it. Just do it. I'm going to talk about addiction in just a second. And then and there's a, a transition here. This stuff is a choice. Like, like I said, like I'm going to talk about the addiction stuff. And an addiction is a choice. It's not a disease. It's a decision. And it's all this mental health stuff is the same thing. It's a it's a personal decision. It's a choice that you make. I don't talk about it and she'll never listen to this. So it doesn't matter. Uh, my wife doesn't know, like I have a slightly debilitating OCD. Uh, my kids watched me break down one morning because she had left for work and put some stuff in the crock pot and she forgot to put, it was either, cumin or paprika it was a it was a seasoning she forgot to put a seasoning in it and so she calls me on her way to work and she says hey can you put this in the crock pot with the food yeah absolutely not a problem so i open up the spice cabinet and it's not where it's normally sitting and so i look in the other spots where it would normally be if it had gotten you know shuffled around a little bit taken out and put back in and it's not in there. So I start to dig more and it's not in there. And, and so I end up pulling everything out of the entire cabinet and laying it all out across, across the countertops. And it's not there. And it's not there. It's nowhere. It's not in the spice cabinet. Like it's nowhere in the spice cabinet. I can't, it's not there. And so then I have to put everything back, but everything has to go back in a certain way so that I know where it is. So the next time that I need something that I, I can just open it up and I can pull it right out. And like it, it was just thinking about it now. I, fuck, this is like four years ago or more. But even thinking about it now, like it, it's, I'm shaking because, because I couldn't find it and I needed it and I needed it because she needed it in there and I had to do it. And, and like when I got to work, I, um, a friend of mine at work, um, the I ran a warehouse and he was the lab manager at the time. Uh, and we would do like a, a little morning sit down and just talk about what was going, what went on through the night and, and what was going on today. Like, what are things that I need to expect for my job? And what are things that I'm going to need from him uh, for, for what we've got going on in the warehouse during the day? And he was like, are you okay? Like, you really don't look good. Like, yeah, couldn't find the spice this morning he's like really that's it's that bad like, so i explained to him like the whole the whole situation and he's like how do you work in this like with our warehouse system and everything he's like how do you work in this like without having just like breakdowns uh like that all the time like, uh -uh. you learn to control the situation kind of learn to control your your mindset and your your mental state on that or it's like i have you know, brief breakdowns all the time, but it happens somewhere that nobody's going to see me. Like I'll go hide in the warehouse somewhere, punch something. Like it, 
I've, I've learned how to manage it. And like, that's one of those aspects of me that nobody sees because I make sure that nobody sees it. I mean, maybe it's the men's mental health conversation. Like that's, that's a thing of weakness that I, I don't want to be on display for other people. Like nobody needs to know that I, I deal with that on a fairly regular basis. And I've also learned to, I've also learned to let go of things and to, to kind of let things roll off. Um, it's also why like I have a, my, my wife makes fun of me because I have a hairbrush hidden in the closet. But nobody puts the hairbrush back where it goes. I can never find a fucking hairbrush in this house. It, it, if the hairbrush was sitting on the sink yesterday, today it's on a dresser somewhere. And tomorrow it'll be in a drawer somewhere. And the next day it'll be in the girl's room. And it's never in the same place and I can never find it. And if I just want to brush my fucking hair, but there's not a hairbrush anywhere to be found, then I start to have a breakdown. So I keep a hairbrush hidden in, hidden in my part of the closet so that when I need to brush my hair, I just go get my hairbrush and I brush my hair. And I do the same thing for the toothpaste and other stuff. I have shit hidden all over the house where the, only I know where it is because nobody can put anything back where it fucking goes. And it's not worth it to me to go through constant mental breakdowns over a hairbrush and toothpaste. <laughs> so I have my own stuff and I hide it so that no, nobody fucks with my stuff. It's like when my wife gets mad because she says, or she asked me to go get something and she tells me where it is. And when I go to look for it, it's not where she said it was. And so I stopped looking. It's not that I stopped looking because I don't want to find it. It's because it's not worth the mental breakdown to me to now have to completely disassemble this entire cabinet where you said this was supposed to be only to not find it and then have to put the whole thing back together in an organized manner that somebody is going to come through later today and destroy. And then I'm back in the same situation. I feel like I feel like I've been real fidgety sitting here for anybody who's watching the video. Um, like this stuff really, um, God, I may not post this. <sighs> this stuff really fucks me up and I don't have a good explanation for it. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's completely ridiculous and stupid. Like there's no reason that I should ever get worked up over fucking cumin and a hairbrush, but I can't stop it. It's, part of it but to let it be debilitating and to to not do stuff like that's a choice uh, i don't do well in crowds i don't i don't like to be touched uh, and so in college I, I i wasn't big on bar scenes or nightclubs stuff like that but i would go and and i would excuse myself I, i'd go outside and smoke a cigarette or i'd you know go hide in a booth in a corner somewhere like if if i was starting to get overwhelmed I, I would i'd just step step away you know i didn't stop going i didn't stop showing up if my friends wanted to do something i didn't not do it being 
being miserable and depressed, it's a choice. It's not a, it's a decision. It's not a disability. It's not a disease. It's you manage your circumstances. Your circumstances don't manage you. And it's the same way with addiction. So, so many people that you see, especially here living rurally, like we do so many people who are addicted to meth and cocaine, heroin, whatever. And it's a decision. It's a choice that they make. I'm, I'm almost positive. Nobody stuck a gun to their head and held them, had held their face down in that first line of cocaine. Nobody, nobody tied their arms behind their back and stuck that first needle in them. Like you made that decision and you make that decision every day. And people who, who have actually gone through recovery and, and come out the other end, like it almost, uh, with the way I kind of manage my uh, terrible mental health, <laughs> uh, lack of sleep and being overworked and, and everything else. Uh, it's, it's all deliberate. It's, it's, it's choices that I make that helps put a direction and purpose for my life and for what I do. And it, it helps me to kind of manage my neurosis and, and I love it. I love every minute of it. And I also have things that I can do to, to remove myself from it entirely and take breaks and, and just not think about things and unwind. It's, it's a lot of fun. I, I had an episode um, that it went in a direction I wasn't expecting it to. And in the moment, I was, I was really kind of getting worked up over it because I, I, had, a, I had an idea for what I was doing here and, and it didn't it wasn't going in that direction. And so in the moment, I was, you know, it really affected me. But then I went back and I, I listened to the episode again. And it was excellent. Like everything about it was excellent. I was like, man, in the moment, I was all worked up about this, but the content was excellent. The content was spot on. And if I had been a little more open to, to that change as it happened, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more in the moment. And I probably would have been able to contribute more to it than, than what I did. Uh, it's a choice. And sometimes like, you know, sometimes the moment catches you and, and you, don't, you don't respond maybe correctly. But I think the important part of life and just this journey, whether you're dealing with drugs or uh, addiction, mental health problems, health, just health in general, weight loss or getting in shape or whatever it is. It's a personal decision. It's a choice that you make. And that's the most important thing to kind of take away from all of this is whatever you're going through, whatever life is thrown at you, whatever wild shit comes up because it's going to continue to come up. Okay. COVID was just the tip of the iceberg for what the future holds. It doesn't really get better from here. I mean, we are, we are witnessing the collapse of an empire. Like this is late stage empire shit. And 
what comes on the other side of an empire's collapse is usually something better. But it usually takes a long time to get there. And it gets a whole lot fucking worse before it ever even starts to look like it might get better. So while I don't always lean towards pessimism, and while I do see the bright spots of this, because ultimately what comes from an empire's collapses, I get to have my garden and my farm out here in the middle of nowhere. And more or less be left the fuck alone, which is what I've always kind of wanted. And you can get that too. But for a lot of us in a lot of situations, I mean, it's going to be a rough go of it. Getting to that point of self-sufficiency and not having to, to worry about the way the system used to be and the way the system is going to be and what happens in between. But it's all about personal decision. And one of the first things, one of the first decisions that you have to make is the decision to just show up. That when people want you or need you or just would like for you to be around, show the fuck up. Just do it. Just suck it up. They don't want you to put on a smile and pretend to be happy. But at the same time, they don't want you to be a complete drag and tear everyone else down make the choice to just be present you don't have to be happy you just have to be present it's the first step and that's a huge step and if you can just be there you can learn to manage your shit and then maybe you learn to manage your shit so well that unless you know somebody's listening to an obscure podcast that some guy does they may never even know that you deal with that shit on a daily basis. And that's pretty cool, at least for me. What's your neurosis? What's wrong with you? Let's talk about it. Yep. Uh, hope this wasn't too depressing. I, it was. It was incredibly gratifying for me to to be able to talk about some of this stuff. And, just to get it off my chest, because like I said, um, aside from, you know, the one time my kids saw me have a breakdown, nobody in this house knows that I deal with this shit on a daily basis. So now, however many people listen to this, that many more people do know. And, and hopefully, you know, hopefully if you're dealing with some shit of your own, this helps you learn how to manage it. Or maybe gives you something to think about. Or fuck, if nothing else, you can talk to me about it. I don't even. We don't even have to make an episode about it. Because not everybody's comfortable with sharing their uh, the shit that they try to keep hidden. If I had an audience bigger than forty, I might not be super comfortable with sharing some of the shit either. But it is what it is. I'm gonna tease an upcoming episode with Mark Claire and Buck Johnson, where we are going to talk about wrestling wrestling mark and buck are both big wrestling fans and when i was a kid i was a pretty big wrestling fan myself um and i i have gotten out of it as an adult but as a kid totally into it so mark had talked about on tyler yonke's uh, podcast review when he was recapping his mises caucus bashing 
um, that he that he, Buck was wanting him to do a a wrestling podcast with him, and and Mark really wants to keep that separate from like podcasting stuff. He wants it to be something that is sort of uh, like a sacred cow that he doesn't turn into work. And so I asked him, you know, knowing knowing that that's kind of his position on that. I asked him, would you be interested in doing like a one-off type thing? As like me, you and Buck, we just talk about wrestling. However, you know, the small number of people who listen to my show will hear it. And there's no pressure beyond that. Like you don't, you don't have to turn it into a, a podcast, but it can be a show that you do where you get to talk about that part of your life. And he was open to that. And Buck is, Buck is also uh, very excited about doing something like that. So, so Mark and Buck will be on, uh, we, once we get our line, uh, schedules lined out and I'm, I'm really hoping to be able to do it as a live stream. And I, if everything works out like really, really perfectly, like the stars align and, and uh, the moon is in just the right part of the heavens and uh, the temperature is right. And the barometric pressure hits just that perfect point. We might be able to do it as a live stream this upcoming Thursday. So stay tuned for that because if that does happen, we'll be, We'll be promoting it and announcing it as uh, as quickly as we know it. But in the meantime, hope everybody has a great rest of your day, great rest of your week. I will be back on Wednesday with a regular episode about probably something less depressing than what I talked about today. Uh, in the meantime, hope everybody has a great one, and I will catch you next time.